0: Good morning, church family. I hope everybody's doing good. Uh, We've been praying for each and every one of y'all and just wanna let you know that that we miss you terribly. Um, I'm gonna read some scripture and then we're gonna sing two or three songs. In Paul's letter to the Ephesians chapter two, he says, and you were dead in the trespasses and sins in in which you once walked, following the course of this world, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages, he might show us the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace, you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God not a result of works so that one, no one may boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that that we should walk in them. The first one is come thou fount of every blessing.
1: Yeah. Huh? On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. that praise god praise god praise
0: god hope y'all have a blessed morning take four
2: liberty biberty ah just kidding it's not take four and we're not doing commercials we're back here at wells baptist church from the wbc broadcast plaza coming to you from uh here on a Sunday morning glad to have everyone joined in with us I want to take just a few minutes of your time not going to be long at all I promise um, but I want to take a few minutes to encourage everybody um, to continue with what we've been doing um, but first of all I want to say a great big huge thank you to a lot of people out there this morning um, thank you to all the folks that are on the front lines as we've been calling it um, all of our healthcare people uh thank you for putting yourself in harm's way of this awful virus during this time and doing the things that need to be done to combat this thing uh we really appreciate you um, I pray that God blesses you in a in a mighty way and gives you a a strength and a courage that that we don't even understand. I pray that you would um just continue doing what you're doing we 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 with all of our heart we thank you um also for all of those that have been uh, keeping things going as a church we we really appreciate all that you're doing a big thank you to Nathan that comes in here every time you see one of these videos it's a different face on this side of the camera it's the same guy behind the camera so thank you to Nathan thank you to everybody that's come in here and and sat in front of this camera and uh, done these encouraging messages we really appreciate it it's been a a great tool for us it's been a great opportunity to get some different folks um in front of the camera and, and being able to speak to the people so Uh, Thank you for taking time out to come and do that. I pray that you'll continue to help us out with that. Um, And a great big thank you to all of those people out there. Man, I've been getting a a ton of positive feedback from our church and the things that have been going on. Um, Some of you have been... Uh, cooking meals and delivering those some of you have been making grocery store uh, runs and um, pharmacy runs for some of our elderly and um, for those of you that ain't able to get out but you've been picking up the phone and giving somebody a call and encouraging them through this thing man i appreciate you with all i've got in me i I really really do i'm really thankful that uh, we get to serve in a church where people are looking for an opportunity to serve Um, i ask you to just continue to do that and that's what we're going to talk about here in just a minute or two um, is is about continuing this thing and, and, and just encourage you to keep going. Um, again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for all that you've done to uh, be so understanding during this time and to make this time a little more bearable. I could sit here and give you all those stats that everybody else has been giving you and tell you that I've dug to the bottom of the pile and found the ones that are true and all that stuff. Um, the reality of it is, as best I can tell, nobody really knows the truth. Um, We have some numbers of, of, you know, how many cases and how many are hospitalized and all of that stuff. And you can find all of that information. But instead of dragging you down with all of that, I want to encourage you to just keep going. Um, Just keep doing. Um, It's very important that we uh, continue to do what they ask us to do. Um, Of course, right now, the governor's issued this mandatory um, stay at home order um and that's what we're going to continue to do and and as soon as all of this is over it's going to be a glorious time when we all do finally get to get back together um i'll be honest with you i I miss y'all some of you i didn't think i would but i do so i miss y'all all all of you um I, i miss you a ton and i'm looking forward to the opportunity to get back together and i'm sure that time will come soon enough um, I hope this is also an opportunity that um, every one of us takes and looks around us and realizes the thing that we really miss. Um, maybe, hopefully, prayerfully, it'll make us a little more appreciative of what we call everyday life when we get that back. Um, it'll probably be a new normal, but we'll still call it normal. Um, and I hope that we'll be more appreciative um, on the other side of this thing. I hope that this has been an opportunity and be Continues to be an opportunity for you to uh, reflect on some things, to grow spiritually. It's been a great time to get in the Bible. I've missed everybody and I miss what was our normal life, but at the same time, there's some aspects of this I'm really enjoying. I don't enjoy the fact that people are suffering. I don't enjoy the scary parts of this thing. I don't enjoy the fact that people have to put themselves in harm's way um, during this time. But I do enjoy the fact that everything is slowed down, Um, it's not running wide open ain't buying near as much gas Um, you know go from work to home not not 15 places to go Um, we've had to change the way we do some of our counseling and stuff we've been doing that over the telephone which is not optimum it's not a a new way of doing things but it's gotten us through this time and try to follow um, what we've been asked to do at this uh, stay at home order uh, thing that's been issued so Again parts of it are, are really miserable and other parts of it i've I've kind of enjoyed I've en, I've enjoyed the lack of the hustle and bustle um, I've still been working fortunately um, still going to work every day doing my social distancing thing you know that sounded like a pretty cool phrase when it first came out but it's pretty serious business and I hope that you're practicing that and, and taking this thing serious. Um, I know I have been um, it's hard to decipher a lot of times what's true about this thing um, but my natural self wants me to just err on the side of caution and that's what i've been trying to do so i encourage you to do the same again thank you for all you've done during this um trying time difficult time um i i, I really appreciate all that uh the great things that's being said about our our family here at wales and Um, the way that you've responded to this and reached out to folks and it's it's been amazing so um, thank you uh, to each and every one of you i'm going to open us up with a word of prayer and we'll dig into our message father and our god we thank you for this opportunity to be um studying your word father i thank you for the opportunity to try to encourage your people father I, i thank you that you've prepared us to be deployed And I pray, God, that each one of us turn to You and seek Your face as we try to decipher what You would have us to do during this time. Father, I ask that You would um, open our hearts and minds to Your Word, help us to receive what You want us to have from this. Father, that You would use it to grow us closer to You and closer to the image of Your glory that You desire for us to be. We thank You, we love You, and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen um i'd like to encourage you to uh don't touch your face you know that's one of the rules um i just washed my hands so maybe i'm okay if you would um get your bible out uh if it's at all possible gather the family around um we want to really use these messages as a a quiet time and an opportunity for you to study along with us and read along with us Um, this morning i'm going to show you some things and, and encourage you to go read those for the sake of time, I'm not just going to sit up here in front. and for the sake of boredom. I'm not just going to sit up here in front of you and just read you the entire Bible. Um, but what I'm going to do is pick out some things and encourage you to read the stuff around it in front of it and check me on it. Um, see if you get the same thing from it I did. See if God speaks to you through that word the way He did me. So I want to encourage you to get your Bible out and, and um, spend a little time um, looking at it. And sharing it and it'd be a great time to gather the family around. maybe you can play this on the t v maybe you got a laptop or a computer you can put it on. Maybe it's just your phone, and you all have to kind of stand kind of close to to look at it that's okay let's let's kind of use this as an opportunity to to come together as a family and and dig into God's word. Um, You know, I I posted a thing on, I didn't really post it, I shared it, I guess you'd say. Um, A thing on Facebook the other day that said, the church is not closed, the church is deployed. And that's true. That's very true for this time right now. Um, Last week I talked to you about being the hands and feet of Christ. Um, Every time you come in these doors, you hear myself or Kevin one tell you that the reason we're doing this and the reason we're digging into God's Word is so that you can get to a place that you become the hands and feet of Christ where you go out and you share this gospel. You go out and you live out the things that are described in this Bible. Um, And that's, that's, that's what we're trying to do. And right now is a great time to implement the things you have learned. Right now is a great time to put into action all the stuff that you've learned during your time in Scripture, whether it's from me preaching, Kevin preaching, Sunday school, small group, whatever it might be now's a great time to implement that and put that into action. Um and some of you've been doing a really great job at that and I again we really appreciate you you doing that. Um so get your bible out. Come along with me here in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, I'm only going to share a couple of verses, but I'm going to kind of give you a, a little bit of a, a context to this scripture before I go into it. So you can be flipping to 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, we'll start reading in verse 13. Um, before I do that, I just kind of want to flip back here and kind of give you a little bit of a, a background of what's going on here. This is a letter to the Thessalonian church. Um, it starts out, Paul, Silas, Timothy. To the church of Thessalonians. So, three guys are together. Most are pretty certain that Paul wrote this himself. You know, it'd be his penmanship, his letter. But Silas, not Silas, Sylvanus and Timothy are alongside of him as he's writing this letter. Uh, It's only three chapters, so it's kind of a short letter um and in my opinion this is one of those quick hit deals um they had gotten word about some things going on and wanted to kind of throw a letter out there and and do some encouraging kind of like our videos have been accepted in letter form just trying to hit the highlights and and knock out a few things really quickly um and if you go through this and just read the subtitles or read a few verses of uh along the way you'll see that Um, They're covering a a few different things here, uh, but they're doing it really quickly. Uh, The first thing that jumps off the pages at me was in uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, the man of lawlessness. Uh, Now concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered together to him, we ask you, brothers, not to be quickly shaken in mind or alarmed either by a spirit or a spoken word or a letter seeming to be from us to the effect that the day of the Lord has come. Somebody's been trying to tell them the day of the Lord's done come and y'all missed it. Paul's kind of hitting base with them and going, hey, don't, don't get distracted by that. Don't get caught off guard by that. Um, we, we haven't written any letter to tell you that, and that has not taken place. Um, he goes on to say in verse 3 in chapter 2, Let no one deceive you in any way, for that day will not come unless the rebellion comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed. The son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called god or object of worship, so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, proclaiming himself to be God. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? Paul's going, hey, I've taught you this stuff face to face. Do you not remember it? Do you not remember me bringing these things up? And he goes on in in verse 13 in chapter 2, stand firm. But we ought to always give thanks to God for you, brothers, beloved by the Lord, because God chose you as the first fruits to be saved through sanctification by the Spirit and belief in truth. To this He called you through our gospel so that you may obtain the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. So then, brothers, stand firm and hold to the traditions that you were taught by us, either by our spoken word or by our letters. Stick to the stuff we've told you paul's just kind of reaffirming the things he's already taught the things remember this is the second letter so this is second thessalonians he's already written one letter to this church and he's going whether i told you in person or i wrote it in a letter stand firm on the things i've already taught you quit getting pulled around by these um different uh people and and different sayings and all this craziness that's going on around you stand firm stay where you are um you know right from wrong stay in the right stay out of the wrong um, and then ask them to pray, pray for us in, in chapter 3 um, that the word of the Lord may speed ahead and be honored as happened among you. Just pray that God continue to use us in other people's lives the same way He did in yours. And then Paul gets to um, chapter six, uh, chapter 3 verse 6 and he says, Now we command you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that you keep away from any brother who is walking in idleness. He kind of throws out a warning here. Um, And the next few verses from 6 to 12 are about this warning. And the warning is, don't be idle and don't be around folks who who are idle. This is where we find the scripture that says, if you don't work, you don't eat. Now, I'm not coming to talk to you about all that today. I'm just wanting to kind of touch base and give you because the verse we're going to start with kind of starts in the middle of things. But this is the, the, the warning of idleness. Don't be idle. Stay, keep doing. God did not call you to be idle. God called you to serve. Again, thankfully, a whole bunch of our folks have been serving. I mean, we've even got a, a group of ladies that have a sewing class or a sewing ministry um, that's been making masks and sending those to people. And um, it's just awesome. It's just any number of things. People has been getting uh, food cooked up and delivering it to folks, especially some of our elderly. It's just been a lot of service going on. So I, I don't want to sound like I'm preaching to the choir this morning, um, but ju- I'm not. also not gullible enough to believe that everybody... Is serving. Some people have taken this time to just be idle. Don't be idle. The least you can do is pick up the phone or shoot a text message and encourage somebody during this time. But if you have been doing that already, here's where I wanted to go this morning. In chapter uh, chapter 3, verse 13, 2 Thessalonians. As for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good do not grow weary and listen this thing ain't over it's not over we don't have any idea how long this is going to last my prayer is not much longer but I'm not in control of that God is when he decides to allow us to be back together when he decides for all of this to be whatever means he he can eradicate this thing overnight that quick if that's what He desires to do. So until then, I need you to not grow weary in doing good. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep being the hands and feet of Christ. Keep living out the gospel. Keep making and sending food. Keep keep calling and checking on folks. Keep making those runs to the grocery store for folks that can't or to the drugstore for folks that can't. Keep doing it. Keep being The hands and feet of Christ. Keep being the body of Christ. We're not closed. We're deployed. We're supposed to be out serving. And listen to me. The longer it goes, the more likely we are to get content and idle. Don't grow weary in doing good. Keep doing what you've been called to do. Kirby had a great message this past week about the call. That God puts on our life and he even used turkey calls as an example. Great message. If you didn't catch it, go back on YouTube, Facebook, look that up. Listen, God didn't call you to be a Christian so you could sit on the couch and watch others serve. It don't matter how incapacitated you think you are, the you can at least pick up the phone and encourage somebody. You need to be searching out ways to serve and listen to me, not one time. This is an ongoing deal. We don't have any idea how long it's going to last, but it doesn't matter because these are things we should be doing even not in the middle of a pandemic or an epidemic. Even on average everyday life, you and I should be the hands and feet of Christ and we should never grow weary of doing good. We were made for this. You were made for this. You were created to do good things and show people Christ, to point people towards our Father in Heaven. It's what you were made for. Don't grow weary in doing good. Don't get tired of it. Don't get complacent in it. Don't get to a point where you go, well, I've done this, 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 and this. That ought to be enough. It's not enough. Keep going. Keep doing. Do all that you can. And I know right now is a time that most of us people are are limited. I get that. There's just so much we can do. But do that much... (laughs) Do what you can and don't get tired of it. Keep going. Keep doing. Keep calling. Keep texting. Keep checking on folks. Just because they were doing good last week don't mean they're doing good this week. Check on them again. Keep doing. Don't, Don't grow weary in doing good. Continue to do the things that are the right things to do. Continue to live out this gospel Continue to share this gospel. Continue to nurture and enjoy the time with your family. Hey, we've even taken on a new tradition in all this. Used to on Friday nights, me and Amanda and Montana would go somewhere and eat. I don't know why we didn't decide to do it. It just started happening and we just kept doing it. We'd run off somewhere and go get a meal and come back and spend the evening as a family. That's changed. We can't go sit down somewhere and get a meal now. We started building a fire in the backyard and cooking hot dogs and s'mores on Friday nights, just the three of us. Enjoy this time together. Enjoy this time with your children. Enjoy this time with your spouse. I know, I know for some of you, it's every day. I get it. But don't grow weary. Don't grow weary. Please don't grow weary. Don't get tired of it. Don't get tired of one another. Hey, it's different. We're limited. We've had to change the way we do things. It's okay. God's still in control. He's still on the throne. (laughs) So so we are still called to do the things that we've been telling you we were called to do up until this happened. Now's the time. We're not closed. We're deployed. It's time to get busy. It's time to start doing. And if you've already been doing, listen to me. Don't grow weary. Don't get tired of it. Keep doing. It's not over. And even when the pandemic's over and even when the the stay-at-home orders are lifted and all that stuff you still got to keep doing it. we still got to keep being the hands and feet of Christ, each and every one of us. Thank you for everything you've done from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. But don't get tired of it. Don't get complacent with, I've done enough. Don't grow weary in doing good. Keep going. If anyone does not obey, verse 14, if anyone does not obey what we say in this letter, take note of that person and have nothing to do with him. That he may be ashamed. Do not regard him as an enemy, but warn him as a brother. Listen, I'm not here to call you out and tell you you're lazy. Neither neither was Paul. Paul said, "Pay attention to the people that hear this word, that read this letter, and if they don't do what's in this letter, point it out to them. Avoid them, not to make them an enemy." So they can be warned as a brother. Listen, I'm not here to call you out to make you an enemy. I'm not here to tell you that you're not doing enough. That's not who I am. not. I, that's not my job. But what I am here to do is to tell you that if you hear this, if you see this, if you know that things need to be done, just do it. Just do the right thing. You know, I had an instance just yesterday on my way home from work. Um, riding down the road seen a guy over on the side of the road had the weed eaters and lawn mowers and all that stuff on a trailer and he was pulled over and i could tell he was looking for something on his trailer of course i just was riding by just went on by something caught my eye down the road a little piece and i noticed it was a something laying on the side of the road and i thought i bet that fell off that guy's trailer he heard it and don't know what it was so i whip around in the road go down a little piece and, and pull off and whip around and he had done pulled off I thought, man, I'll never catch him. And I pulled up there and it turned out to be a hedge trimmer, a nice one. And I thought, that dude left. He don't know what he lost. Nobody sees me. I'll throw these in the truck and go run him down. We just have to do the right thing. I had no idea if I'd ever see that guy again. But I couldn't just throw it in the truck and drive off. Why? Because it's not the right thing. I need hedge trimmer. Go look at my hedges. I need a set but I couldn't take those. That's not the right thing to do. Don't get tired of doing good. Don't get tired of doing what's right. I went on down the road. He had made a couple of turns and I, I, I seen him make one of them. I thought, well, I'll just try to and, and got on down and he had pulled off the side of the road again and I pulled over and said, did you lose something off your trailer? He said, well, to be honest with you, I'm not sure. He said, I think I did, but I can't find nothing missing. I said, was it hedge trimmers? He said, that's exactly what it was. That's what's missing. So I gave them to him. He was especially thankful and appreciative and couldn't believe somebody would run him down and give He said, you could have took I'd never seen you. I said, yeah, that's. you just got to do the right thing. You hear me? You just got to do what's right. Every time you just do what's right. Now, I didn't tell you that to tell you how I always do what's right because I don't always do what's right. Sometimes doing right gets tiresome, but scripture tells us don't grow weary in doing good. And I'm not here to point out who's doing right and who's not and to shame somebody for the purpose of making an enemy. No, if you hear this and you realize it's you that hasn't been or that you've gotten complacent or that you've stopped doing good, don't view me as an enemy. View me as a person that's trying to warn a brother so I can win back a brother. Don't grow weary in doing good. Again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you to everyone that's went through um, far above and beyond to make these difficult times a little more bearable, our healthcare professionals, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Um, what you do is is truly a calling. Uh, not just anybody could could do what you do, and we really appreciate you um, doing that and putting yourself in harm's way. I pray that you're doing it in the name of Christ. I pray that you're doing it um, in a way that. Um, People point at you and go, there's something different about them, and you're able to tell them that that difference is Christ. Um, I I pray that for all of those that have sat behind this camera that you'll continue to sign up and do that. We thank you for doing that. We appreciate you for doing that. Um, Again, just for everybody that's done whatever you've done, we thank you. I thank you. But listen, don't grow weary in doing good. It ain't over. You got to keep going. Thank you. Father and our God, we come to you again just to say thank you for the opportunity to be here to encourage um, this body of believers. I thank you for all of those that are out serving. I thank you, Father, for for those that are on um, the front lines that are um, fighting this thing head on. And um, I pray that you would um, deliver a a cure, deliver an answer, Father. Um, I just pray, God, that you continue to guide each one of us as individuals as we um, try to go about our day-to-day lives, Father. But I pray that we do it in a way that brings glory to your name. I pray, Father, that when all is said and done, all they can say is, God did it. Father, we thank you. We love you. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.